Hello, it's Dawn, and this is my podcast, Conversations. It's a variety show about real life stuff, and there's something on here for everybody. So if that sounds good to you, let's go. Welcome to another episode of Conversations. Today we have Marie. Hi, Marie. Hello, Dawn. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. I've been so excited about this. I am so excited to just jump in and go wherever we want to go. So yeah, I'm really, really happy to be here. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, then you know how I work because usually it's very sporadic. <laughs> yep. um, okay. So I, I know you are an author, lawyer, therapist, coach, all these things. Where did it start? Where what, Were you a lawyer first? Yeah. So the first, so I kind of feel like I've like, there were like two parts to this lifetime. So the first part was very <laughs> more, much more conventional to the one I live now. So yeah, I was a lawyer uh, in the UK, a solicitor, and I've followed a very conventional route, you know, and I did, and I worked really hard and I you know achieved what I needed to achieve to get to the top of the mountain. Right. And I think, you know, and I wrote my book on, on some of that journey. And for me, it was more a journey of really struggling struggling over and over to overcome personal things traumas like loads of life stuff and then you know being really really resilient and focused on the goal and then of course when we get to the goal and we achieve it it's not always the way it feels like it will be so I had this whole journey of once I achieved that status as a lawyer and I was happy for about five minutes um, my health started to really deteriorate and so I had this huge journey really of um, yeah like total burnout so I got diagnosed with uh, it's known in different I guess different parts of the world ME chronic fatigue fibromyalgia that kind of cluster of of illness and yeah it was what age it was yeah I was how old was I now it was just I just hit my 30th birthday oh yeah and it was like I had planned um all these things to do like I'm going to celebrate with this bunch of people and my colleagues over here and family over here and I cancelled all of my birthday plans because I started to feel so exhausted like to the core of me you know and I and I think a lot of people resonate with that mind over matter, right? We keep going and, you know, we just stay positive, right? We just keep going. And I did that. But then what started to happen was my body was saying, no, this is, you've pushed it way too far. And then I started to get all these symptoms. So it was a really severe kind of wake up call is what I would call it now. Um, I'd call it a blessing now, (laughs) not so much then. Um, but what it did is it it took me out of the game. So what it felt like was, you know, after pushing through, pushing through, and I, I was that achiever mindset, you know, that A-type personality, and I still have some of that, but it was like mm-hmm. I, kept, <laughs> I kept on overriding the body and pushing, and then was one day I literally couldn't get up anymore. It, it wouldn't work. So that's when it was like, oh, okay something's happening here and then I had to cut a very long story short um I basically was pushed into this situation where I had to let go of my career um my what I then realized was this sort of security blanket this status that I had been using to feel good about myself right like getting value from me having this achievement and I kind of lost everything so it was like oh okay so everything's fallen away 
status, job title, social life, money, like everything. And then of course, when that happens, everything else follows. So I had like a relationship breakdown, a bereavement, like everything just seemed to kind of fall on top of me. And it was like the lowest point of my life. But then that's what drove me inwards. And, so, oh. you know, and I think a lot of people have that maybe experience, maybe not could be as severe as that could be worse. But, you know, we have that pivotal moment where I guess life just gives us a wake up call and, and asks us to step into a deeper level somehow. Right. Um, so that was my that was my kind of catalyst, I suppose, to like go, OK, you've got to go inwards. You've got to go deeper. There's more here for you, really. Yeah, you were like forced into that because there was nothing left. Mm. Mm. Oh, I can't even like so many things came to mind when you were saying all that stuff. A, that you were so young. Mm. B, like you were driven to the point where your body couldn't even keep up anymore. I can't even imagine what you thought was happening to have all of those things going on at one time when you're just 30 years old. Because looking back, I'm sure you're thinking, I was really young to have mm. all those things happen to me at once, trying to process that mentally and physically both. Yeah, I feel like that when looking back now, because it's like, oh, it was like a, an accumulation of my 20s, really. When you think about, you know, when you're in your 20s, you're like, you just don't give like a thought maybe to your health typically. Um, you just feel like invincible, right? You just kind of you just keep going. So, yeah, it was a lot to, I guess it was a lot to be faced with. Um, but that's what, so when there's nothing else on the outside, it really makes you go inwards and start to go, okay. And then what happened was, was that, that for me was when I realized it was quite, this was more shocking than the illness. It was more, I realized, oh, when I'm not working and I have no distractions and no job to run around and like everything's been stripped away, I don't like what's here, you know? And it was like, oh, I don't like being in my body. I don't like who I am. I don't like bits of myself. I don't have any self-worth. So it was really like, I think it was just very, very profound and very to the core of me. You know, it was like a real, like an earthquake. <laughs> yeah. Feel, yeah. Yeah. So that, that is why you feel like you were so driven because you were trying to preoccupy your mind with everything outside of you instead of going inside. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and then, you know, before all that, because the, it was almost like the career was a really great way of covering up what was really going on. So I had a lot of like, um, you know, traumatic stuff happening, like, like real stress stuff happening. And I, I had my daughter, I was, I had my daughter when I was very young. So I was like a single mother kind of going through my twenties. I had her when I was just 18. So I had this kind of very tumultuous, you know, uh, history, background, relationships, real tough stuff, got out of a very, very toxic sort of 10 year dynamic relationship. And, and so my way of coping at the time, cause I really didn't have any other way, um, was just to throw myself into work. So then when the work was taken away, that's when like all our inner stuff comes up, right? It's like, it's often why people can't relax maybe sometimes even in the evenings or at weekends. Cause we, a lot of us in, in the world are sort of, I guess we're distracting ourselves, you know, we numb ourselves out so that we don't have to really see what's there. So I had li literally no choice. It was kind of forced upon me. Um, 
but yeah, it, it turned out okay. <laughs> it turned well, out and- okay. <laughs> <laughs> you gave away the ending. Um, but you know, it's confusing also because when you're going through all that, your family and friends just see you as excelling and succeeding and they're rooting you on. Mm-hmm. So even though what you're doing isn't the best for you, everybody else outside, all they see is you go- doing it, going for it. What a great single mom. And look at her getting that degree and look at her go. And, and so you're like, okay, I'm doing it. This must be right. This must be what I'm supposed to be doing because people are, you know, applauding it. Yeah, that's so true. You were destroying yourself. And I, I, yeah, I think I said that somewhere before. I remember saying, I remember being really complimented, just as you said, you know, like people would go, wow, you're so strong. And you're so, so it's like, oh, okay, great. Thanks. (laughs) I'll just keep doing that and yeah we don't stop to think hang on this is really unhealthy this is not sustainable we can't keep living at this high pressure intensity um yeah but we society right it's programming we get very um complimented for that (laughs) by everybody yeah totally true did you feel like you were having a mental breakdown yeah I do I think I felt like I had a a kind of on every level it was like a mental breakdown emotional spiritual physical because the body was breaking down it it was like I didn't have any energy to move couldn't digest food properly I was housebound bedbound sometimes I was a real over five years it was really severe but then also with that it was like complete and utter I'd say it's like an identity crisis because it felt like a mental breakdown I hit like that core part of me that felt so, so depressed. You know, I went into the, I was so positive through my life. Almost, you know, we kind of have this uh, phrase now, right? Toxic positivity. You know, when we're like, we're so positive and bypass like all the real stuff, right? Which is why I love your podcast, like real conversations with like real, real people. We bypass the realness of it so I was so positive so when that happened to me it was quite alarming because I started to feel like really depressed and I I hit rock bottom with my mental health and my emotional stability and that's when I started to really really have a very very deep level of I want to leave this world so I used to kind of I just used to think about it but it was almost like a relief you know just kind of playing with the idea And that's how bad I felt. I felt like I just wanted to exit. What would happen if I just left this life? Because I I couldn't at the time see any point to myself, which is a really sad thing when you think about it, right? It's like, I couldn't see any point of me being here because I wasn't producing or working. And that's where I got my whole sense of value, of course. And that's very, you know, shaky ground, right? Right stable in any way so I really did kind of think well maybe it's better if I just check out and it felt true you know at the time Mm. well and uh, like the the words identity crisis Mm. are exactly literally what it is but it does not give it the magnitude of what it is (laughs) because you had you had made your achievements whether it was your child or your degrees that that became your identity that was who you were. You were a mom, you were a student, you were an excelling student, 
a career woman. Mm -hmm. And when you make all of those labels into who you are as a person, when that's stripped away from you, you probably did feel like there was absolutely nothing left for you. Mm, Absolutely. And it it was like, I I was one afternoon that I had that really, and I'd sort of toyed with this idea. And it was one afternoon, I was feeling particularly exhausted. There was like nothing left. I was depleted, just, just, eating was just exhausting you know and I've sat there and I was really playing with this idea and that's when everything shifted so that was that moment of like I'm really thinking of doing something just to give myself a relief here and then in that moment that's what completely pivoted me and I had this kind of flash that came through it felt like it definitely felt like outside of me it came in it was like a voice or a knowing kind of a a feeling and the words that came through were like, it was just simply, you are here for a reason. Mm. And it got me. And, I, and it was like one of those moments where it wasn't just this sentence. It was like the feeling that went with it. It kind of jolted my system. It, it went through me and it was so powerful. And I it kind of took my breath away. But I remembered when it hit me, it felt so true. So something beyond me managed to reach me in that moment and and I just pondered it and I felt the truth of it and it just it all it did at the moment in that time was just kind of uh like gave me a little flicker like it just lit a very small flame inside of me it just just something got lit inside of me and from there that same afternoon I just thought to myself I'm just going to try one more time to see if there's anything out there that can help and it was like you've already pondered leaving. So let's just see, you've got nothing to lose. So I went on to Google and I, I, it's funny, I did a search that I've done so many times before that, you know, trying to find relief from symptoms or some help. And that particular afternoon, I managed to find this clinic in London called the Optum Health Clinic. And they were the first time I crossed paths with anyone and they were talking about recovery, complete recovery. And I was blown away. There were these people at the clinic who were teaching other people. They had recovery programs and they themselves had had these illnesses and they made a full recovery. Of the fibromyalgia? Yeah. Yeah. Absolute oh recovery. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because these Ill- these types of illnesses are definitely on the rise in all parts of the world, especially the Western world, actually. It's that kind of burnout, fatigue, pain, right? And a lot more people are familiar with with that so this was the first time I heard a clinic talk about recovery because when I'd seen doctors they were all very much like here are some antidepressants maybe you can have some counseling some people recover many people don't it was very negative it was very it was very just like settle for you know this is your condition and I I didn't ever really buy that fully so this clinic was suddenly after this epiphany I had I'm here for a reason Suddenly I'm guided to this clinic and then I decided to explore what they had and I ended up going into one of their um, programs and it was for me the start of this massive (laughs) transformation, mind, body, soul, um, physical, everything, mental, emotional. And that was the thing that started me on my journey of going really deep into kind of healing every, I guess, every level. It was like how I was thinking, my mindset, my beliefs, my emotions and traumas, um, the physical changes as well, of course, because you need to help the body, you know, in real physical ways. But it was like a completely like a 360 degree like shift in all the things I was doing. So it was really deep. 
it set me on this journey and and bit by bit and of course this isn't a straight line recovery story in by right, any means right. it was like spirally and it you know it took a few years but uh, you know bit by bit my energy started to come back bit by bit I started to to really like I feel like it's more like piecing myself together again um and through that you know and it was very up and down but it was like I had to stay the course with it I was determined then I was like I am going to recover and then I started tapping into I know I'm here for a reason I don't know what this reason is but I'm going through this for some reason I know that I know that I know that so then it started to lead me into I believed in all of this recovery and work that I was doing I jumped into training uh, when I was a little bit better I was still still not 100% but I had a lot of energy back so I started to train in all of these modalities and that's what started me uh, on this whole journey of helping others and so I decided not to go back to the legal profession I went back for a little bit just to more like just to see if I could, still could <laughs> you know, there's still the ego there that's like can I can I still do it um, and I tested it I was like yes I still got it because um, <laughs> that never really leaves us but it was like Oh, I've changed so much. I I always went in to be a lawyer to help people, but it wasn't enough for me. It wasn't as direct. So I decided I was going to just dedicate my life to assisting others, helping other people in some capacity, um, helping them with their inner world, their transformations. And because I'd really walked that path and I know how powerful, I really know how powerful this stuff is. So that's what that kind of tipped me over into like all of what I do now. And and that's of course evolved since then massively, but that's, that was the sort of core, core of all of it. <laughs> so now wow. it feels like a blessing. <laughs> now it does. Right. <laughs> Isn't that crazy the way it works when you can look back like that? Because what I, what I perceived in my mind, when you said um, you heard a voice or, you know, your inner knowing of, yeah. it was like a, a moment of hope. Yeah, that there was hope for you. And it was so impactful that after you went through everything you went through, you wanted to give other people that same feeling of yeah. hope. Totally. Wow. Yeah. I think it's wow. so important if we as long as we have that flicker, like that's the thing that just keeps us going. And of course, we need more. But but it's it's when people give up, you know, I think it's when and I understand it, I understand it fully when people do that. But it can be prevented you know if we if we get to tap into something deeper so you know if I if I'm helping people to tap into who they really are they can handle and withstand all these things because my life's had lots of colorful things since then <laughs> definitely not like I just have a colorful life it's just how it is um but it's like now I can I've got this platform and it's what I do for others as well it's like you can withstand whatever happens around you because you're tapped into something so powerful and every single one of us has this and this is what I know <laughs> I absolutely know it and this is this is why it's it's so important to I feel like I feel like we're all on this planet and we're we're kind of sometimes going around in the dark but if we switch our lights on we are so powerful we are so, we have so much incredible power inside of us um, and that's why I just get lit up um, I see it in people I feel it in people so I have a real mm. sense for it. So it's, yeah, it's my favorite thing in the entire world. <laughs> to do. It's amazing. The way that you um, explain it too is just so cool. Can you like dumb it down? Like if you were trying to explain it to say a kindergartner, what mm. do you mean when you say you help people go inside and, and figure out who they, who they really are or what's inside them? Like, what does yeah. that mean? What does it mean? Yeah. So it's like, okay, so imagine we come into the, we come into this planet and we live 
a very human life and we're surrounded by all these rules and society and and programming ways of doing things so we've got you know the majority will typically work a nine to five the majority will pay their bills and pay their rents and you know and kind of just live a normal life and then they grow old and they die <laughs> that's like a very <laughs> typical kind of standard way to live so kind of tapping into who you really are the way I feel and see and sense it is that a lot we all came in with very specific reasons we are so unique and sacred and I feel like every one of us has a very good reason why we chose to come in and, and experience this life so tapping you into who you really are what that looks like and what I do with people is is connect you into I call it soul blueprint but I guess if I was going to make it really really simple it's just the true nature of you like who are you beyond all of the what everybody else expects you know because a lot yeah. of people are living lives you know where you're kind of going along with the masses going along with me yeah like family and friends and you know notice like sometimes we can be in a social circle and you can have very supportive friends, which is wonderful when you do. But a lot of people I, I tend to connect with, when they want to change something and really do something different, sometimes that ruffles feathers and some of their friendships start to feel really sticky and difficult because our circle, sometimes they want to keep us in the same way. They, they know us how they've known us the last 10 years, for example. And so when we want to grow, you know, that, that takes courage and it's like stepping out of the expectations and and having all this courage to follow like what is really in your heart like for example you Dawn like your podcast right you could have easily have just had the thought oh podcast would be good and then like a lot of people you just thought no nah, I can't do a podcast who would listen to me all of that stuff right right um, but you didn't you didn't you you something inside of you guided you into I'm going to do a podcast <laughs> I'm going to just do it. I'm going to put it out there because you had to start, right? You had to start episode right. one, <laughs> right? When you didn't know maybe how it was going to be. So you that's an example of you listening to something inside of you. You came in with some things that you wanted to, to create and express and live out. And so many people don't allow themselves. So that's why I'm on this mission of like, let's see how many lights we can turn on. Let's see how many like humans we can activate and and awaken and and tap them into their courage so they can start really living these lives that they really want to they really really actually came here to live mm. I feel that so deeply <laughs> that is the coolest thing ever I was reading this quote well it's a term actually but this professor's name's um, Adam Grant and he called it Vuja Day and it's when we enter a familiar situation, but see it in a new way. I thought that was the coolest mm -hmm. thing ever instead of deja vu. Where I love just, that. Like, and yes. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And so conforming, giving up your dreams so that you can just be how everybody else is, stay with the status quo. I mean, you know, just everybody's doing the same, same, same. It's There's no evolving. There's no anything. It's just robots. And so I feel like what you're doing is you're taking people back to their five and six-year-old self where they have yes. an imagination 
imagination and they can picture themselves being on the moon or, you know, becoming yep. a fireman or whatever it is that their imagination lets them do without the restrictions of people saying, no, 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 no. You don't do that. You do this over here. Stay in line. You know, yeah. I just think that's the coolest thing. Just- it is. And you know, it's funny you brought up like the little children part, because that's what we do. You know, when you look back at and think of yourself as a child, like children don't have any inhibitions. We don't worry about what we're saying is makes sense or and you know I had this realization I think it was like a couple of years ago I was um I realized I remembered myself at six when I was at school and I used to make these clubs I was always making a club like any opportunity like about anything <laughs> a club that we could all get together in the playground and be in this club it, oh, it, funny. it would just involve standing together in the corner but still it was a club <laughs> I had I used to make posters and make these badges with like sticky tape you know that we could just stick on ourselves and be in this membership club and I laughed thinking well this is what you're doing as an adult like you're literally creating these spaces I have like a membership club now you know like membership group now and it's like that's the grown-up version of my club <laughs> like my my posters are my Facebook posts and my advertising you know my 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 content that I'm like use as marketing it's like that was my posters when I was a kid and it was like little version of me she knew and she used to teach like I, I went, I went to a karate club for like three weeks and then I, I came out of it. I was too tired. My mom said I was too tired to kind of keep up with it. So then I, I had a karate club, obviously, um, <laughs> in the playground and I had all these kids. I was only six. I lined all my friends up and I taught them everything I knew. So fast forward to now, it's like, this is what my soul is. It's like, I like to share if I have it inside of me, I just want to share it. That's why I write books and talk and you know, live stream and all yeah. this stuff because I just want to share everything I have. You can have it. I'm just want to share it out into the world. But that's what I did when I was a kid. So we all have like, we all have even people that feel like, oh, I don't know what I want to do or who I am. You do. You do. It's just, it's hidden. You might have covered it up with some grown up stuff, right? And some beliefs and maybe some fears. But yeah, it's like, we all know, we all have this amazing magic, I really feel I will say that to anyone listening (laughs) you all have every like this amazing magic inside of you you know and you do get to to come here to express it but you've got to choose you've got to let yourself play with this you know right yeah yeah my family always teased me because when I was little I would stand outside with a pretend microphone and (laughs) the dawn show. And so they always said, Oh, it's the dawn show. And I would like go up to people and try and get them to talk. And I thought I wanted to be a reporter. I just, that's what was in my heart. I just wanted to meet people, oh. talk to them all day and whatever. So when I became a hairstylist, I was doing that to go to school for journalism, but I just ended up staying doing hair because I could be creative and talk to people all day. So I thought, well, this is the best of both. <laughs> yeah. But it's always been in me to just want to talk to people and find out what, you know, what are you doing here? What do you got going on? Who are your friends? What do you do with your friends? You know, I just love getting to know people like that. So to me, it is a dream to have a podcast because it's just like, I get to meet you. You're, you live in a different country. Exactly. It's just amazing. But the more that you dream, the more that you use your non-conforming you know, individualized characteristics, I feel like that brings out confidence and the creativity. Mm-hmm. It, it brings that out of you more and more every day. So you have to kind of tap into it or yeah. it goes, just lays dormant. 
Yeah, it's like a muscle, isn't it? Because the more you, you I bet like even since you started your podcast and you, the more you kind of get into it, the more you, you create and you have more ideas and it's like never ending, but it's like, it's an exciting kind of energy and, and, and you never run out because creativity is endless. So for anyone right. listening, I would, I would just like to kind of remind you as well, like, you know, sometimes we think, oh, I don't know what my thing is. I, you know, I don't, it's not a podcast or it's not a book and I don't know what it is, but sometimes your thing won't look like someone else's thing. And sometimes you might overlook it and, and not sort of see the value in it. But in the day and age that we live in with the technologies that we have now and the, the resources that we have, there are endless ways to create and express and earn a living and create businesses. Um, this is like the best time <laughs> we yes. in to create. I believe that. I really do. Yeah. So what would you say to somebody that's like, I don't know what my thing is. I don't know what, how do, how do they go in? How do they figure that out? Yeah, I would say, first of all, to, I guess, to cultivate some quiet time. So a lot of the time we're running around and we, we're so busy and we're expecting ourselves to connect into these things, but there's not enough space. So start with even just like five, 10 minutes a day. If you if you don't already do that, just have quiet, like whether it's meditation or just breathing or just quietly closing your eyes and just being with yourself, which by the way, if you've got a lot of emotions and trauma that might be hard because you might have to do a little bit of healing on some of that but regardless of that just giving yourself some space to just be with yourself first of all and then I guess the second piece is just to start this all off is just to allow yourself to daydream because I, I channel through I am also a channel so I, a lot of the messages that I share with people a lot of this repetitive message I get is this idea of allow yourself to daydream because a lot of the times you have an idea and then your logical mind shuts it down immediately. Oh, I can't do that. That's crazy. Or that doesn't make any sense. And then you stop even dreaming. So a really, really important thing is actually to allow ourselves to daydream, visualize, like exactly as we would as a child without any restraints, because you'd be really surprised in the quietness. What what starts to pull at you really starts to like, you'll get this little whisper, you know, mm -hmm. and it's so interesting. If you just, if you just have enough space to start listening, you will be surprised what might come through or maybe not so surprised. Um, you know, <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, I knew this all along, you know? So it's yeah. like, just, just start there. There's a lot of, of course, to say, to say kind of outside of that, but that would be a starting point just to give yourself permission. Number one step. I give myself permission to even think about this because you know what majority of people don't even do that right if you do that you're already ahead of a lot of other people that are just so just tuned out they're just going to settle and conform and do what's expected of them and if you're listening to this you're not one of those people <laughs> so right. you know definitely not so so that's what I would say like really you just give yourself permission give myself permission to open space to this you don't have to know what it's going to look like you don't it doesn't have to make any sense you, that can come later like I I started this by saying I give myself permission to kind of allow myself to not go back and be a lawyer and let myself just see what's coming through and then I started to get this pull you know it starts to pull you so that's what I would suggest yeah start right. there 
Well, and a lot of people think, oh, I don't have time for that, mm. but you have time to take a shower. Yep. I get some of my best ideas in the shower and, and you're thinking anyway. I mean, your brain, your brain is just going to do it anyway. It's going to think about whatever the heck it wants. So yeah. if you just try and be more mindful and I, I did hear from somebody else where they said, do some fact checking too, you know, cause sometimes your mind will say, don't do that. You can't yeah. do that. Like, why can't I, you know, question, question the thoughts that come in. Don't just let them happen and pass through and influence you question them and say, what, why, why can't I do those things? Why, why? Mm. And knowing your mind, this is a really, like really a big part of it as well as like knowing that just because you have the thoughts, thoughts aren't true. We we put a lot of when we haven't done a lot of inner work, we can often think that because we think something it's true, it feels true. But we've got to start knowing that thoughts are so random. So like I always say, I'm so glad we don't have thought bubbles coming out of our heads. <laughs> I think people would just not speak to me like the the random stuff. (laughs) I wouldn't have a lot of friends. Yeah, (laughs) like you know, you have these like you ever have these like crazy fired off thoughts. You're like, where did that? Why am I thinking that? (laughs) It's crazy, right? right? Not alone if you do that. So our thoughts can be so random, and if you're creative, you're going to have a lot of those. Like I have endless streams of thoughts right so we've got to know that actually thoughts are just part of us there's a deeper part of us call it your soul your spirit your your higher self the wise part whatever you want to call it um there is a wiser part of you beyond the thoughts that has a lot of knowing so just because you think something it does not mean it's true so yeah start to question it that's 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 going to take a bit of time sometimes because you're you'll be so practiced at believing your own thoughts. But you can always start, you can always start by just start to see like, oh, what am I thinking about this? What am I, what story am I telling myself? Um, Because some of that is not true. (laughs) A a lot of that won't be true. Yeah, they say that it's like 95% of what we think is just on a loop that we have been thinking every day, every day of our lives, just consistently the same thoughts over yes. and over and over even if they're not true 95 percent like people yeah that. <laughs> yeah like we're not as interesting in our minds as we may think we are <laughs> we, do. we repeat a lot so but the good news is you can absolutely program yourself um to think differently like really i'll just give you a really quick example like for example um i like i'm in the uk so i I'm surrounded in pounds and pence, right? My whole life. So in my business, I think a couple of years ago, I think I switched to charging in dollars, mainly because most of my clients are like all around the world, a lot in the US. So it's just just made sense to charge in dollars. It made sense to everybody. So because I've been focusing on dollars, dollars, dollars in my business and my all the things I do, in my day-to-day life, like I even caught myself the other day, I was saying something to someone and I was like, oh, that's probably about $20. And I had to stop saying, hang on, you're in the UK. What are you talking about? Pounds? It's pounds. <laughs> and I, it, it, it dawned on me like, hmm, that's interesting. Just because I've focused on this for a couple of years, I have actually programmed my own mind, even though for like, I'm 42 now, 42 years I've been in the UK is where I've always lived, always used pounds and pence. And just because the last couple of years I focused on this in my business, my mind has started to absorb that and I accidentally popped out with dollars, which I found really interesting. And I thought, well, I've just I've been programming, pro- programming myself just through repetition. So I just like to use it as an example, because yeah. you can sort of see when you repeat something to yourself, 
this is why we believe crappy stuff about ourselves. We've just done it a lot. We've criticized ourselves a lot. So if you repeat things, you know, I am creative, I am successful, I am, you know, whatever you want to say, if you repeat it enough, it isn't about whether you believe it at the beginning. It's just you repeat it enough, you will start to absorb because your subconscious is so powerful. So that's why you can, you can really, it's just an example of how you really can change how you think about yourself, your reality, your life, what's possible for you. And you can really start to expand how you even look at yourself through, through the way you think. It's so powerful and it's available to all of you, <laughs> to all of us. Oh my gosh. I yeah. love that so much. Are your physical symptoms all healed now? Totally. Yeah. I li literally do not have any symptoms and my symptoms were severe they were you know there were deep fatigue and pain in the body and oh there's a whole array of symptoms I mean and I'm now I'm so because I'm very creative and I'm still got that ambitious side to me but it's it's not running the show so I still like to create and do a lot I like to create a lot of stuff and do a lot of things but I my symptoms are not here I'm well I have energy I still need to rest um I know myself like human design. I know you did a, an episode on human design before, didn't you, about mm -hmm. types. I know myself now with my own human design where how my energy works. So I, I work with it. So I'm not going to override myself the way I did back then. So there's no way I can create that burnout again. So I'm living a very full life, but I don't have any symptoms, you know, and it's just That's going awesome. to show, right? Like doctors will say one thing, not all doctors, but some doctors will say very concretely, this is your reality. And we have so many of us that prove that wrong. Mm. So it is very much in our hands to create, whether that's health, business stuff, creativity, you know, so many changes can we make? Um, yeah. So totally, I do not have symptoms. Yeah. Totally recovered. Yeah. Phenomenal. And, and honestly, just the way you talk, it sounds more like you're passionate than somebody that's actually burning the candle at both ends. Like that's yeah, not what you, yeah, sound like. yeah. you just sound like it, it gives you life. It gives yeah. you gas in your tank, you know? So there's a difference. Yeah. yeah. And I'm really good now. If I feel tired, you know, cause I'm a normal person, I still get tired. So when sure. I feel tired I'm, and I work for myself, you know, so I can, you know, shift how I want. I really let myself, I'm so good now at just letting myself switch off. I would never have done this before. I was like addicted to work because it was like, I was trying to kind of fill a hole inside of me. Now I can say, close the laptop, close the devices. You can come back to this tomorrow or in two days time. And I'm really good now at really giving my body. It's like me and my body are best friends now. I'm mm -hmm. like, hey, body, what do you what do you need today? Oh, we need a nice hot bath. <laughs> we need a nice movie tonight. We're going to have some downtime. I'm like, OK, let's do that. Whereas before I was like, let's just keep going. <laughs> let's yeah. just keep going. So there's a real yeah, there's a real difference in how I work and actually slowing down and restoring myself now makes me so much more productive. I actually do more. Funny enough, I don't look like I do because sometimes people <laughs> think, oh, you you just kind of relax a lot. Yep, I do. <laughs> I relax a lot. Um, but I do like, it's like I use my energy in the most efficient way, but it's very restorative. restorative. <laughs> um, yeah. So it feels, because we've got to be able to sustain how we want to live. And I've got a lot of plans that I want to do over the next like rest of my life. <laughs> um, right. You know, so I know that I can't, burn the candle at both ends because what's going to happen in 20 years time when I'm still wanting to create things yeah um, we just get this one body 
So yeah, yeah, exactly. like garbage and, um, you know, popping pills every day because you have to, then, yeah. you know, it's not going to get you very far, but yeah. Oh my gosh. This time <laughs> went so fast. I know. <laughs> ah! um, okay. Marie, please come back. Will you be on again? To. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that would have been Definitely. embarrassing if you would have said no. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely come back. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you anytime. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So how can people find you? Yeah. So you can find me on where I'm at. So Facebook, um, Instagram and YouTube. So if you just uh, search the awake revolution, that's my, um, like my business name that's where I'm at so yeah Marie Fleming Grant the uh or just search the Awake Revolution you can find me uh website same name theawakerevolution.com yeah that's where you can just find me um and I'm pretty yeah I do like a lot of live streams uh videos messages I'm like I talk a lot um <laughs> on, I yeah, love maybe, that. yeah I'm a chatterbox now um but yeah Facebook <laughs> is my probably I show up more there but definitely more on Instagram now as well and that'll probably grow so and YouTube as well so yeah find me on any of those platforms and feel free to get in touch yeah and any questions or any any of this you want to you know learn more about feel free and my book as well yeah because I wrote a book with just kind of because there was so much to say I thought I'll put it in a book um, <laughs> so that's on Amazon um what's it called it's called above and beyond uh, a human journey of courage resilience transformation magic and awakening so it's quite a substantial book but it's very um I guess it will like it's real so it tells a lot about my journey and the things I went through got a happy ending it's all positive in the end but it's it's very activating and it's it's about me but it I feel like it's really about you it's about whoever's reading because it it hopefully it help, helps tap you into your own resilience your own magic and I'm just a mirror for that so I'm um, yeah I'm going to release the audio version of that um probably in May sometime are um, you doing the reading Yes, I am. I am. Oh, like, oh, awesome. I've been procrastinating on that because it's so personal. You know, it's like your book and then you're reading. Um, but yeah, I'm doing that myself. So that will be out next because I know a lot of people like to listen more sometimes than read. So that will be out next, uh, probably May sometime. So for now, it's Kindle and paperback on the, um, Amazon. You can just find that on your Amazon. Awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. I'll definitely get that. I would oh, love to read it. It sounds phenomenal. Um, and then if you had, do you have a favorite quote or any, um, if you don't, that's fine. Yeah, I don't, not so much a quote because I quite, I read and take in so much, but I guess it was like, if it was just like a little sort of snippet to leave people with, it would be, um, something around, you know, really for me, it's like, listen to the nudges, listen to the whispers and pay attention, pay attention to what comes to you in the quiet, when you're in the bath, when you're about to fall asleep, pay attention and really listen because there are clues in there for you right now. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Marie, thank you so, so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. And I cannot wait to air this because there oh. are people that are going to benefit from this. So thank, thank you. you. And My I will pleasure. be in touch. Yes, I'll speak to you soon. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.